Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 I am become death, destroyer of debates and also worlds. Could you That's, just destroy the world I, and then the debate the will be gone? Worst year ever. Look, Sophie, uh, it's fine. This is how you introduce a podcast, all right? I'm the king of podcasts today, and I decide that we're talking about the debate. This hey, is I don't know if hey. any of us voted on that. I'm going well, to quote Vice well, President Biden. Shut up, man. Shut up, man. Rebel hey, against you know, the king. Rebor- up, no, I, no, I reject you. I don't reject get to you. Throw reject. You don't get to throw Vice President Joe Biden's words back at me because he wasn't as drunk as I am when he said them. So there. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, that's um, a bold claim. Yes, guys, we have no idea. We just finished, along with a lot of you guys, I'm assuming, watching uh, the first presidential debate. And it Is that what was, that's called? <laughs> I don't know what that's called. First, and I'm going to call it right now the most erotic presidential debate of 2020. It, huh. it, it was painful. So. It was the most so. That is my prediction. My only prediction for the rest of 2020. Subsequent debates will not be this erotic. Ooh, I don't know. I feel like they can only get sexier from here. I see. This is where you and I disagree, Cody. This is the real left-wing split. Wow. Can the d- debates get sexier or have this, they peaked in terms of I'm still, I'm still undecided. Help. We'll see. Well, see, this is why we're a perfect microcosm of the American voting public. Yeah. And a nice way to... Also because Sophie's an auto worker. Sorry. <laughs> all right. We need to get this show on track and talk about the debate, which is why we are all here, right? It's late for me. I'm normally in bed. Um, I'm also recording in my bedroom next to my bed. and It's so tempting. Um, <laughs> that was really hard to watch. Um. And I want to start by asking. Worse than <laughs> yeah. this. Worse than what we did a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, so I don't know why we're subjecting our friends and fans to more, more chaos. Yeah. Um, and that's what it was. It was chaos. Um, but we had a little bit. I think we we all walked away with slightly different impressions. And, and mine was a bit darker. Um, <laughs> I felt like, what are we trying to reach here? Our, our undecided voters. Um, and to me, even though Biden did have some great points that we're going to get to and, and talk about the different things that was, were said tonight, um, I just kind of uh, left feeling worried uh, about how this plays, about how they can pick apart what was said, um, and just horrified that this was allowed to happen. Like, come on, Chris Wallace. I... I I don't know. There have to be things that you can do to get that under control. Chris Wallace, I mean, straight up, man, straight up, just 
tell him to shut the fuck up. Tell him like, to shut the fuck up. Just, just Mr. President, I need you to shut the fuck up for one fucking second in your goddamn life. He did say to shut up. <laughs> or shut that. Up, we don't or need no, but that was Biden, not Chris shut Wallace. Up, he said shut up, man, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it's an impossible job because uh, of who was up there on stage and what he was clearly trying to do. Um, but could have done a little bit better. Could have shown a little less respect for the guy on stage who deserves none of your respect. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked <sighs> a thrown punch. The The shut up man was good. I would have liked it if he just tried to cold cock him. I think that would have been, too. and especially if he'd cold cocked him while covering his mouth with his hand, that would have been a good move. That would have been a good move. That's bold. Um, That's alpha. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier uh, today, yeah. like, I, and he he didn't do this entirely. Um, and part of it, I think, is just like the sharpness, little, you know, sharpness has gone down a little bit. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, stop with the have you no decency stuff. And just like tell him to shut up, treat him like a bull, like treat him like a bully. Be a bully. Be a bully back. Um, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. know if also, yeah, it's I don't, I just don't know if like anyone's like watching the debate undecided, like oh, which one's more reasonable, which one isn't, like it's, right. I mean, it's you can't so, even yeah. understand half of the things that he was saying. I was disappointed right out of the gate, and and he did have some great answers. Biden did have some great answers. I was disappointed right out of the gate. Um with how he handled responding to Trump's on uh, SCOTUS. Like, Me too. At the, at the big, right in Trump's rambling answer, he said, well, I can guarantee you if it were the Democrats in this position, they, would, they would do it. That end of sentence, Biden's chance to talk, and he doesn't say the thing that he fucking obviously should say. I was, and it just devolved from there for me. I was so frustrated um, but, but over and over again, things like that, like just, you know, say yeah. the thing, say, say it clear, state the fact here that he you need to state, neutral. state the obvious and that's, thing. And well, and it's, I and don't even think it's necessarily neutral. It's, <laughs> uh, and this happens like in all debates, like you're frustrated because they're not saying the thing that you want them to say. You're shouting at the TV like, no, say this. And that's bound sure. to happen. Um, sure. but there were a lot of easy connections like that, um, that I think, uh, unfortunately comes down to like. Ah, we nominated the oldest guy. Uh, he's not as sharp as he was even four years ago. And uh, that's just true. Like, we don't need to get into, like, the nitty gritty of it and stuff. But, like, he, it would have been nice to have somebody who's, like, 100%, like, ready for Trump um, and able to respond like that. Even when they talked about uh, nothing negative has happened at any of my rallies. Herman Cain fucking died. Mm -hmm. What? What? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Why died. didn't he bring that up? It was like, your friend, your friend Herman Cain died because of he one of your He took a photo rallies. at your rally bragging about how he's not wearing a mask, and then he fucking died And then he it. died. Now he's a fucking corpse. Like Slam dunk. And it's like a lot of stuff like that, where it's like, you could have said... Any number of things in direct response to what Trump is saying. Yeah, the, over and the, over and the over Garland again, thing was like very blatant, but it did happen over and over again. And I think it, it is like that. Probably he's getting a lot of different advice on like, don't do this, don't go in on this, or like, make sure you're polite or whatever. But part of it is, I think, that he's just not as sharp and doesn't have well, that. Well, like, and instinct, that is like, an extremely stressful situation. I think that that's obviously a big part of his whole strategy, Trump's strategy going into this, is to just bulldoze. Um, and, and Biden gets flustered. He does. Yeah. Like, I think that he did a pretty good job considering that, but like, still, you're like, say the thing, say the obvious thing. Yeah. It's frustrating. That, that like, is it an, you want, like, a wild the... situation. That was terrible. Was that bad. was, I, he was, Katie's right. he was really bad. bad in the Supreme Court stuff. He picked up later on the the answers of his yes, that I thought were really good. He gave very good answers on like the political violence stuff in yeah, large. Agree. He gave a moderately good answer on law enforcement. He gave a really good answer. He he did a really what I thought. Whoever's coaching him, um, the, the when he when Trump brought up the suburbs and like the fact that he was going to destroy yes. the suburbs, <laughs> when he pivoted to climate change. That was like that's yeah. actually a very very smart move. Like that's really yeah. fucking good. Um. And I will say, having watched the room, watched the debate in a room full of uh, leftists, 
I we I think everybody appreciated the fact that he and was shocked by the fact that he didn't throw Antifa under the bus. He, which I, I had expected. Did, he kind yeah. of did the opposite of that. Like he said the thing that yeah, people say. It's he, like he, yeah. The uh, the I mean, yeah. Uh, Antifa is uh an idea, not an organization. Something along those lines is what he yes. said. Like that's like yeah, that's that... what you want someone to say, especially uh, talking about how like well. I mean, even your FBI says that they're not an yeah. issue in the proud like. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, the that Proud was Boys, oh, really sorry, good. That's too soon of a pivot. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. No, we'll we can we'll the... we can move to the Proud Boys later. When I have I, I I have this I have this scotch and I have this beer, and I'll probably have the beer the rest of the episode because I'm going <laughs> slow on it. But when I finish the scotch, we can talk about the Proud Boys. Well, until to be then, clear, I do think we to should... be clear, I was hmm? meaning uh, Trump saying to the Proud Boys specifically to. Stay back. Yes. To stand yes. Down. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's, I, it's. I'm not. Give me a little bit more scotch, and I'll be ready to talk about that. We yeah, should talk we, some more about the Supreme Court stuff because that absolutely. was important and a complete shit show. Yeah, man. Like the just the um. Obviously, it was so frustrating to like all of the interruptions and every little tiny little baby boy thing that Trump tried to do the entire time. It's so unpleasant. And, He's the most his, unpleasant person yeah. I could imagine. Unprofessional. Um, it was unbearable. It was yes. so fucking unbearable. Um, and, but uh, the Supreme Court stuff is really like frustrating to watch because it is that simple. Like, just say this. Um, so easy. Like, yeah, I, I'm curious to your thinking on the matter, Katie, in particular. Like, what, like, what, what would you have considered a good response to that? Because I, mean, so I think we can I all think... agree that like praising her is a bad response. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's that that I element, think she's but great. I'm actually I'd love to vote for her. Right out show. of the gate, the last thing that Trump said was <laughs> in his statement was talking about how the Democrats would try to do the exact same thing, and right there in front of Biden is the appropriate response as to what happened the last time we were in an election year. And it wasn't even the during an election. The on his side. I mean, it, it, it's just right there. Um, mm-hmm. And that was so disappointing and so easy and could have been a sentence. And he, he dropped, missed that. Yeah. To me, it said, it was like, but I see that all the time. Like him st- kind of like take, ma- making his way to making a point. And you're kind of losing people when you've got this guy next to him just shouting things, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that that's yeah. what I've been referring to when with, with regards to the SCOTUS answer. Yeah, nobody does their best shouting next to a, or standing next to a shouty asshole. At the same time, it was his job to rise above that and he did it points yeah yeah but he yeah. was also yeah i you, just mean in that, saw, in that answer so, um yeah you 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 saw in that moment you saw in a couple of moments the bullied kid that joe biden was and i think in that moment you saw yeah. the kid being cowed uh, and later on yeah. you saw like him kind of getting punchy and swinging back but during those when it was really important for him to um to get that one right. Especially because yeah. a lot of people will have turned it off. A lot of people did not That's want to yeah. what I keep bait. coming back to. The first few minutes are really important. First impressions. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, because yeah. I even people that I, I know, you know, understandably, yeah. probably people listening to this right now, uh, turned it off pretty quickly. Yes. And I what do you think about undev- right undecided? Away, yeah. Undecided voters are really what we are aiming for Which- here. Are those still a thing, though? Is the I mean, yes. like the the yes, question? Yes, they are. The qu- yeah, the question I guess we have when it comes to like how much this will matter, and we we can't know yet, so we're all just kind of spitting in the wind at the moment. Yeah, is um, did were either of the performances enough one way or the other to have actually impacted the people who are undecided voters? No, I don't um, know. And- I that's what I think is yeah. that. But I think yeah. that that inherently benefits Trump. I I think that I mean Biden's ahead though. Like Biden's I think ahead. at least and in I'm, terms of the, the yeah I don't know. No, but I think that's a really good point, and it's important to consider because you're right. We don't really know how this sways things. It's all yeah. It's yeah. all just us 
hoping for the best really yeah. but like like yeah. i think that i i've shared this with you guys off recording but i've been doing like campaigning phone banking and i have talked to a lot of people who are undecided or more than that disillusioned and don't want to vote so what i'm kind of looking for yeah. from biden is reason for people to change their mind and that's not what i get from tonight's performance um I think that there are people like Sophie mentioned her family members who who are watching and are like, you know what? This seals the deal. I'm sure that that does exist to some degree. But in general, mm-hmm. I don't know, just the number of people who feel just frustrated with both choices um, sure. is alarming to me. I, I yeah. yeah. Well, it's a bleak sort of thing yeah. um, watching that. Like we can like obviously and we talk all the time about like Trump's not. Uh, the cause of the problems, he's a symptom, and so on and so forth. Uh, what we saw today on stage was all Trump. Like he did yeah. that. He did yeah. the thing. Um, and uh, we get we we got what we got. Um, and it's very frustrating to see him sort of bring just bring it all down and like pull back the curtain of like this is this is the America we have. Um, and yeah. the, with Biden, like, it's very, very grim. Um, I, uh, hope that Trump loses. I want him to lose really, really badly. I want him to cry and then shit himself to death on the toilet. Like, uh, there, there's a, there's a, 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 a plan for, for Trump, but like, I, I, I you want to Elvis the president. You yeah. Would like I the think president I would like to have an Elvis, Elvis yes. a little bit. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, secret service, Cody Johnston's your man. Uh, 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 hold all my calls, uh, from the secret service, please. Um, the, uh, but he's, he's awful and we know that and I want him to lose. It is very, uh, grim and bleak that we spent two years, uh, looking for somebody to take on Donald Trump and to replace him and get him out of the Oval Office. And what we got is Joe fucking Biden. Um, and that doesn't change the fact that I want him to lose. I want Trump to lose, but man... That like this is democracy, Cody. And uh, democracy means that your best case scenario is the leader who wants the fewest people dead wins the election. And that's what we got. I and like again, like I'm not like we're not that's we're in this situation where it's like it's it is the fucking lesser of it's all this all the things. I mean But man, it could have been fucking anyone. We spent two years and we're like, oh, the guy that we already tried for eight years. We'll do that guy. Um, and it's just really depressing. Um, I'm pretty like, sure you said we could have had anyone, anyone with uh, Hillary Clinton too. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think if Joe Biden ran in 2016, he probably would have won. Actually, um, yeah. but no, yeah, because a lot of it was misogyny. Yeah, he's a man. He also um, been he's a he's a man. Younger. He's a little he would have been a little sharper. That would have done it. Um, which yeah. is also really fucking bleak and depressing. But like anyone, there's not much that isn't bleak about and depressing. Yeah. Um so I don't know. It's it I'm I'm yeah. trying to I'm well, trying to pivot. Well, his Antifa answer was good. We'll I'm pivoting. His Antifa, Antifa answer was good. Antifa was good. Everything they to, said uh, about uh, any specific city was bad. Um which Philadelphia yeah, yeah, yeah. is already going off on Twitter cuz the president insulted yeah. Philadelphia. Can we talk yeah. about some of the things he said? What were some of your favorites? Yes. Uh, I liked when Chris Wallace said, actually, that we'd had a hundred nights of violence because I would have asked Chris Wallace, who did the violence, Chris? Mm, interesting. Uh-huh, who that's a who great... was responsible for most of that violence, Chris Wallace? I have footage. <laughs> like Unreal. I know who was responsible, and it wasn't Antifa. I it like was a how... bunch of fucking cops. They did throw a couple of Molotovs. But before that happened, they got beaten and had their heads shattered by rubber bullets and got thousands of random people tear gassed. Not that I am okay with Molotovs, because I actually hate them. I've had a few explode next to me. I don't enjoy it. But when you try to murder people with rubber bullets and grenades for weeks on end, they might try to light fires on you. They might do that. Doesn't make it okay. That's a it's just what happens. That's in the and cards. Maybe that's you shouldn't yeah. repeatedly assault people if you don't want them to assault well, you back. So that's actually something that I think that uh, Joe Biden, of all people, uh, he didn't do so bad um, when he talked. Because like log- yeah. logically, when you talk about these sort of things and civil unrest, um, and like we can uh, debate for days on like what he could have and Obama could have done better when they were in office, but. 
A lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> but he could have gotten that knife missile out onto the streets faster. We could have had a knife missile sure. in every American's hand. Exactly. What if our mass shootings were committed by knife missiles? We're God damn it. Thanks for nothing. We could live Obama. in a better world. But my point, my point is <laughs> that uh, when Joe is talking about civil unrest, his answer, his approach to it was, well, when something like that happens, you get everybody together and you talk about it. Uh, the solution to civil unrest is yeah. not a boot that gets even heavier on a, on their neck. It's to find out what the like, what are you protesting about? Let's figure this out. Um, and whether or not you think Joe Biden's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to solve I'm going to do it. That's what you do. And that's what you say. You say yeah. that, well, we would actually address the concerns of the protesters instead of saying, well, we're going to send the National Guard. I yeah, I did enjoy that. His response was. The National Guard isn't the answer. Talking is the answer. Sorry, yeah. Katie. I'm so sorry. No, no. I think I, that I we have to take a quick break. You know what's a lot like a boot stomping your face for eternity? Yes. Capitalism. And you know what represents capitalism? Is the it? products and services yes! that support this show. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. Thank you. Huh. Thank Jeff's you. Kiss. Thank you. Joe Biden inspired me. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So let's let's talk about Katie. You, you, you're you're amped to talk about Trump fuck ups. So let's um let's move I don't know. to we're, that. I work at just jumping oh, I, all over the place here. Much like I'm going to warn you be. all. I've gotten a second large glass of scotch before we talk oh, about. Oh wow! The I thought Boys, he so, was just moving yeah, on to his beer, but it's no. Scotch. I wanna I wanna really amp this up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm going to be very right. drunk before I talk about the Proud Boys, like the Proud Boys were on Saturday when I watched them kick a black live streamer <laughs> in the head. You're just so good with these pivots. Because he fell um, down after kicking him because he was so drunk. Anyway, sorry. Jesus. Unreal. It's fucking Unbelievable. Here. Um, 
Yeah, let's talk about some of uh, the ridiculous things Trump said because they're all on our mind. I don't know. One of the things that I I I, I loved was, um, or no, I should say hated. I I don't know Bo. I don't know Bo. Yeah. That. Do you actually think that he doesn't know that his son is dead, <laughs> or do you think that that was just him playing stupid? I think he's just an idiot, I, right? It felt real to me. That did not feel like Trump. Like we've seen a lot Which of Trump is even lying. Worse. It does. Yeah, it is even worse. Like I'm not defending him, but like I don't think he knew who Bo was because I think he's unbriefable. He's impossible to prepare for things, and he is too much of a narcissist to think for a second about a person that he doesn't have any. Like there's no political benefit in attacking Bo. Because he's a dead war hero, so he he doesn't exist to Donald Trump. Yeah. Like that guy couldn't stick in his mind. I that felt real to me. I don't think he has in his mind that uh, there is a good son. Sure, there, Joe Joe Biden uh, has two family members. One is his wife, and one is his son who did the the yeah. the cocaine Ukraine stuff. That's it. Um, and uh, ah, the and cocaine Ukraine. Uh, Sophie, you m- mentioned this, I believe, in our text thread, but I was yeah. also really impressed by uh, how Biden addressed his son's, you know, yeah, I agree. drug yeah. use. That was really classy and important because a lot of people in this country suffer from addictions or have loved yeah. ones who do, if not the vast mm-hmm. majority. That was probably his strongest moment to me. He said, my son, like a lot of people... Like a lot of people, you know, at home had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. And I think that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a human response. Yeah. The kind of thing. Not a not a retreat. He had a couple of those in terms of the stuff that was good about Joe. It was the responses where I expected him to retreat where he didn't because he He, retreated in some areas where I hope he wouldn't. That's what I. That's what I. Think he didn't it when it was the Supreme Court thing. No, because Joe Biden isn't directly affected by Roe v. Wade, and so he didn't feel like it was worth defending. I'm baffled yeah. that he defended Antifa. Um, yes. kind like within the context of the Democratic Party, he defended Antifa. Um, which again baffles me. Um, but I'm I'm glad he took that chance as as a friend of mine who I will not name. Because I'm worried about them being targeted by the government, even though I don't believe they've ever committed a crime, said. What about the government's as, goons, like, Joe? The government's uh, <laughs> mil- militia yeah, goons yeah. in the streets? What about them? That was his statement. Joe Biden has successfully won my vote by com- like convincing me he like wants me to go to prison less than the president does. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. He's not, uh, not going to be like, you're an anarchist jurisdiction because he doesn't conflate anything with like... Oh, you're the Dems are anarchy and they're also Antifa and like anything. Yeah, he's not. um, No, that was uh, um, in terms of like the stuff he did that was really good. Yeah, he had a couple of great pivots. Um, One of them was and I guess all of Antifa. That was the thank you to the FBI director (laughs) um, for providing that quote. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Shout out to the, the other uh, one was FBI. FBI. <laughs> yeah, famed anarchist, the director of the FBI. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so that was good, uh, and I was I was surprised by it because I it, it speaks to a couple of things, right? If you're actually talking about like what does this say about where we are in America right now? I don't think he went. I don't think that was off the cuff. I don't think you go. I don't think you as Joe Biden go into this debate. Without being prepped on, he's going to ask you about Antifa. He's going to he might ask you to oh, disavow sure. Antifa. Mm-hmm. What is your answer? And he was prepped with that quote from the FBI director, and he knew it yes. by rote, which means that he practiced it. Um, which means that there was a calculation made by the people prepping him, who presumably represent people who are at the highest level of the Democratic Party. A calculation made that it's actually a bad call to completely throw Antifa under the bus. You can't break, you can't embrace them, but it is a bad call to just say, no, I think we should throw them all in prison too. Like that was a bad decision. That would have been a bad call. And so they they pushed him not to make that call. And that yeah. is a one of the rare, not depressing things that's happened lately. Yeah, yeah. That was, I'll accept that. That was wild because, like, um, it, yeah. it, it it was definitely a calculation, and he had that prepared, and he was like, "Yeah, they're not, they're not an organization, they're an ideology, whatever." 
Mm-hmm. And it's interesting just knowing that and then sort of contrasting it with some of his other uh, his other calculations like Trump, I think, very ineffectively would constantly go, you just lost the mm-hmm. left. Oh, you're going to get you, you yeah, the, like the, all the all the Bernie stuff and like, the well, you lost you. Yeah. Lo- you almost lost to him. That was like really, really pathetic of Trump, actually. Yeah. Um, and as much as like sometimes sometimes it was a bummer. It was a bummer. And sometimes I'm like, like not agreeing with Trump, but like there's like irksome things that Biden said uh, during the night. Yeah. It was like, oh, man, that bothers me. And then Trump would be like, yeah. you're losing the left. And I'd be like, fuck you, Trump. Joe Biden, yeah, yeah. 2020. Yeah, be like, motherfucker. Like, and, and Sanders would have been game. like, fuck you, like, man. What do you mean you? Yeah. And then and then gotten into a fit. I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, the idea oh, of- wow. Okay, so there's, there's we've got a debate watchers poll out from CNN. This was just posted by Matt McDermott, who's a pollster uh with vice president whitman insight strategies i guess uh and this is he's got a screen grab from cnn here so this is their poll which has a 6.3 percent margin of error um who won the debate joe biden 60 (laughs) percent donald trump 28 percent now that's cnn wait wait, so i I would say let's let 68 to 28 joe biden okay um so i would say like their margin of error 6.3 it's fucking cnn so let's say it's 20 percent Still a comfortable lead for Joe if that's this is yeah. even in like the vaguest ballpark of accurate. So that's not terrible. I'm pretty sure Hillary um, Clinton won all the debates too. Well, yeah. Technically. Yeah, no, that's a fair, of, although. Yeah. Speaking of Hillary Clinton being uh, in all the debates as well, it's very weird that Trump kept saying that Biden called uh, uh, black criminals super predators. Yeah, I know. Um, right? Yeah, which it he is- didn't. And like the he like Biden, Biden sucks on cr- criminal like all all the stuff we've talked about the crime bill, but it's very funny that he was like super predators, super predators, and your husband Bill or like whatever like he didn't get to that far, but yeah, it was yeah. very clear he's like confusing the whole thing. Also, does Joe Biden hate law and order, or did he write the disastrous crime bill? Pick one, like, bro. Hard to say. What are we doing? Yeah, it, yeah, those are good. It's, it's very inconsistent, and um, I guess that's part of why I'm so surprised. Joe didn't pivot harder on the law and order that he did state that like some there's police officers who need to be in fucking prison. Um, There need to be dialogues and civil rights leaders need to be a part of them. And like, that's not what I believe. But he also didn't say he thought defunding the police was always the wrong decision. He did embrace that in certain circumstances, which is not again. It's it's not where I am, but I didn't expect Joe Biden to throw anything towards that. And it, yeah. it's not so much that like it's a, an act of courage or we should praise him for it. We should be reading what the Democratic Party is seeing in the decisions Joe Biden is making. Right. Yeah. And one of the decisions they're clearly making is that you can't throw Antifa under the bus completely. You can't um, give it all to the cops completely. And we'll talk about this, I'm, I guess, very soon. You can't throw the Green New Deal under the bus because while he, he like his statement about not coming up with it was, I don't know, we'll talk about that in a second. He <laughs> specifically stated that it paid for itself. Like he felt that it was important politically to defend it to that extent, even though he's not committing to it. Yeah. Which, yeah. which is noteworthy. That's not, that's something to pay attention to if you actually care about maybe like where the party's getting pulled if you believe parties can be pulled and you're not just a bomb thrower. Um, yeah. Then that's an important thing to pay attention that's to. Good. Sure. It, was a, it was a bummer because um, he did, it felt like you threw the Green New Deal under the bus in a way, in the same I way mean, he, re- he rejects a lot of like the, like the socialized medicine, the Bernie, like the Bernie Sanders comments, all yes. that, like his, his green, which was all very frustrating. And his Green yeah. New Deal comment, like, some of it was like, man, just people like people like the New Deal. He just said, "I'm not supporting. The the, I don't support the Green New Deal. Right, I like my, kind of, the Biden plan. That kind of stuff is very frustrating, especially yeah. having like months um, of conversations with people who like actually Biden loves the Green New Deal. It's in his plans. Like, no, he doesn't. Stop saying that. Stop yeah. lying for him. We can be honest and say it's better than X or Y, but the the yeah. lying form is very frustrating. But you're right that that is a an element where like 
it it squashes the argument of like if we're gonna do something for the environment, yeah. if we're gonna do anything anything resembling the Green New Deal, it pays for itself because it, it intrinsically creates jobs, which should like, be a conservative yeah. thing, you know, creating jobs and getting people work and, and all and of that. Conserving and it, the environment, and it was when and famous was. leftist president Richard Nixon, Richard Nixon created Nixon exactly. the EPA. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I just want to know what you guys think about um, some of the the mail-in ballot voter stuff because that is what oh really scares God, me right now. Um, I was... I'm, I wasn't expecting them to do this, but the entire time, I'm like, cut his mic, cut his mic. What are you doing? Cut, I know, cut his right? Microphone. Cut, cut his, microphone. his microphone. Stop airing this stuff. They're I going mean, to... They, every single yeah. network is going to air Donald Trump's victory speech on election night. They will yeah. air it uninterrupted. They will yeah. go to his podium. They'll show his podium live for 20 fucking minutes and it'll be empty. He'll go out and he'll declare victory and they'll they'll come back to them after he do- does it and they'll be like, "Wow, very oh, uh, uh, why is is he allowed to do like they'll they'll it's they're just going to do the same fucking thing. It's so maddening." Yeah. Sorry, Katie. Go but ahead. also, I mean, yeah, that for it's sure. It's not good. Katie, you were sick. I couldn't hear you. Um, well, I was just I mean, that element of it was Yes, all of that's very scary and frustrating, but also just um, his messaging. Of course, it's the stuff that he's been saying all along, but yeah. I, I just gasped when uh, talking about ballots and fraud and all of that. And, and just the shit he's saying. What was he even saying? People can yes. buy their ballots from the postman? <laughs> Does he think that mailmen yeah, are selling baffling. people their mail? He's saying that you're finding was, it, ballots in creeks? In creeks? If you it's not, got it's not yeah, funny. It, I'm sorry, it, it's not funny. If you if you transcribed that, hopped into a time machine, jumped back to nineteen ninety-two and got back into what would that have been, Cody? Season three of The Simpsons? <laughs> and gave that to the Simpsons showrunners for the guy the voice actor who does Abe Simpson's voice to read it would have matched perfectly like his whole rant oh. upon they're, they're finding trump ballots in the in the streams oh, they had my last he said name. it, it was twice. a real would have tied it. an onion to my belt moment what God. was that at all it was the it, style at the times katie a- angry man shouts at cloud it's just yeah. it's just i was oh ye- my God. i was yelling at the tv at this point but my mom called me afterwards who is a moderate democrat but she said, did Trump say that he wants people to watch us while we vote to make sure that we're doing He did doing say it? that. Yeah. He did yeah, say that. Yeah, he sure, he, oh, he sure did, there. Sophie's and back, mom. And, back, well, back and then, what the fuck kind of creepy n- shit is that? That's, oh no. Because back then, Nichols had pictures of bees on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, Well, yeah, which, yeah, give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. And then you put it in your pocket next to the onion that you had tied to your belt, which was the style at the time. the style at the time. Um, yeah, no, oh completely my. wild. Um, yeah, then, we uh, can talk about that moment now. It's then. crab boy um, time, I guess. I, you know what? We're going to talk about that moment when we get back from this commercial break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what won't give you five Bs for a quarter? Yes. <laughs> These products and services. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything's so dumb, 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 dumb. And we're back. Um, we're going to talk about that moment some more. The one where he urged his supporters to go to the polls and watch. That was a good moment. Oh, so... I think so. Like, I moment. think this needs a lot of context, actually. Um, Do you give it? Well, lay it, out. it doesn't need context, but it could use some context. So, all right, let me get. Let me start with the context. So, uh, uh, the way <laughs> that a rifle works is you have mm, these cartridges okay. that okay. are usually mm-hmm. brass with a metal <laughs> okay. slug, and then you hit a primer that detonates and ignites the gunpowder, propelling the bullet out of the barrel, which spins the bullet for greater accuracy, so that it goes into the head of a dissident. And that's more or less what Donald, I think, I think what Donald Trump was going for there. Thank Sorry, for that I, I didn't mean to I, no, cut you No, no, that was, yeah. that was a good paraphrase. Really helpful. Um, I, I would have, I would have, I would have mm-hmm. spent 20 minutes on that. Um, but I think you mm-hmm. nailed it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. man, wild stuff. Um, so I don't know, we've talked about, we've talked about this before um, <laughs> in other podcasts about, um, actually on the day after we did our QAnon episode, we talked about QAnon, a little recap of QAnon. The day after that is when uh, the president was asked on camera if he could have denounced QAnon. And he said, they love me. You know, th- what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> this, um, is, this is 100% I mean, in what fairness, I was thinking at that, that moment, too. Yeah. Ah! Um, yeah. And so in the wake of that, a few days later, and th- like, I don't want to like, we don't need to like pile on or whatever like a lot of people seem to think it's a great idea to keep pushing trump on this even though maybe it's a terrible idea to let the president or even have anybody any anybody maybe don't broadcast QAnon to the entire nation because you know what they're gonna google QAnon. yeah and you know how many people are gonna like get into it from that more than we want which is do you guys remember what when we had President George W. Bush, who invaded two countries and led directly yes. to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of innocent people. Yes. That's a weird and way to say democracy, saw violence but against, all right. Huh? I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Just like the, the fact that he was willing to even vaguely talk down his supporters at one point when they got too racist. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I'm not at the point yet. I'm still I will say I'm still not at the point where I'm willing to say that that Trump is a worse president than George W. Bush. What I will say is that Trump is a worse president than George W. Bush when it comes to inciting violence within the United States, which, again, is not the whole picture because George W. Bush invaded two countries. (laughs) Yeah, like fuck the guy. There's a broad, Um, broad picture. Um, Yeah, but he's not doing what the president's doing currently. Well, um, and like some, yeah. so like people have been suggesting, like, uh, like what Jed Legum, Legum, 
uh, during the debate, Biden should challenge legume. During the debate, Biden know. should challenge Trump to, de- to to denounce QAnon. Terrible idea. Don't do that. I'm so glad they nope. didn't. They're nope. probably going to do it in debate Absolutely. number two or three. If you're listening to this, Joe Biden, don't fucking do that. Also, Medicare no, for all. D- yeah. Debate yeah. number Healthcare three is, is right. just going to be Trump and Biden arguing about whether or not JFK Jr. is alive. Still. Utterly um, embarrassing. Which is a crucial part of QAnon. If you're right, not right, and, yeah. and Trump will be like, no, of course not, because he was his father was killed by Bernie Sanders and then Joe Biden will be like actually is killed by Ted Cruz's dad but, um, mm-hmm. but you brought up QAnon so yes. tying it back to what Trump was saying up there yes in the context of this asking Trump to denounce anybody is a terrible idea because what he's going to do is embolden those people that's yes. what he's going to do ultimately don't ask him to denounce anybody stop it no but no uh, what they because did now we're gonna have another one of these stupid fucking rallies where I live and I we just barely made it. Well, out of the I last mean, one. someone asked him. He literally asked him to denounce the Proud Boys. They, and I was, he couldn't yes. do it. He so couldn't do it to they, that point. They, but stand down and stand by. <laughs> well, so what he what they started with was white supremacists, which and was interesting. Went, and like, he went, white supremacists. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the right wing militia groups. They said, and then they were like, "We'll be specific," and like, "Name one, name one," because President Trump could couldn't possibly name one. They said Proud Boys. And his response was that they should stand back and stand by, not stand down. That's right. And I, I have seen I have seen a lot of people, a lot of fucking like Heritage Center weirdos and like a lot of like people in the conservative media being like, well, he said stand down. No, no, no. He, no. Said, stand he by. said back and then by. He never said down. Um, and so yep. that's fucked up, first of all. So he said, No, and that's sure not how it's being like we're watching no, the yeah, Proud Boys right now. Back. I can yeah. see the, uh, them. Uh, yeah. Um, the first he, response by by Joe Biggs, former InfoWars uh uh co host and famous Proud Boy, who I was within a few feet of last weekend, Joe Biggs st- said, uh let me let me get let me pull up this exact quote for you. So I'm I'm being very fair to to Joe Biggs. Trump basically said to go fuck them up. This makes me so happy. I mean, had 256 of he did. likes, upvotes at the time. That Enrico Tario, Enrique Tario, head of the Proud Boys, said standing by, sir. So they're very ready. Of course they, they well, are. They... So interesting. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, it, Enrique, uh, it's interesting how it's being framed because uh, his response uh, to telling the Proud Boys, he told Trump, Proud Boys to stand by. I'm extremely proud of my guys right now. A small group of men who aren't afraid of the mob have accomplished so much. We have always stood back and stood by America, and we will continue to do so. Yeah. Their, their now, let me put my finger on by. why that's wrong, Cody. I can't put my finger on it because they broke it with a baton oh, because I was standing near them with a camera, and they wanted to hit me. And then they assaulted me several more times with a shield. Um, um, sorry, what I, I was going to put my finger is, on it, but all the violence. This is voter suppression. Yes, it's telling also. I mean, it's inciting violence. But what it's yes. also doing is and I'm I when I was doing campaigning for the midterm elections, I think it was. Uh, no, it was for the special Doug Jones special Senate release. I don't know. And I called some woman and she said, is he really going to be better? Is it worth risking my life to go out there? She was a black woman. You know, I, I'm scared right now for my husband to go to the grocery store. Is it worth it for me to go show up for this person? So that's the first thing that I thought about was that conversation. That's rough. Yeah. That's God. something that we, that's fucked up as hell, we don't man. think that's about, you know, that's awful. completely depressing. Um, I mean, and, that, and that's what he's doing. Cause not like he, yeah. he said when he said, stand back and stand by, not stand down. Stop saying that, you liars. Anyway, uh, after he said well, that, he, is... follow, he followed it up by yeah. saying, stand back and stand by, but something needs to be done about Antifa. So he, not only yeah. did he say, stop, 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 in quotes, but he, he followed, like, the end of his sentence yeah. was, but something needs to happen. We need to do something about them. And I, it is so baffling and frustrating that there was no follow-up at all, at yeah. all. And then 20 minutes later... After telling yeah. the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by, 20 minutes later, he said, my people, mm-hmm. quote, my yep. people need to go to the mm-hmm. polls and watch. Yep. Those are, yep. those are no. 
Yeah, it was very an related to election. Alarmingly election related. Sure. Um, yeah, he's being it's a he's criminal a, act. He's, he's a he's a thug, and they're just letting him say yeah. that stuff on stage. Uh, no one has learned he, anything. It's yeah, wild. I I don't want to say no one's learned anything because there are some signs early, and it is very early, right? So I don't want to be making like com- comprehensive signs. There are some early signs that some people who previously were part of the problem might be part of the solution. One of those people is Joe Biden, who so I posted, you know, the comments that you were just quoting, some of them, at least from Enrique and from Joe Biggs, like the comment I quoted from Joe Biggs. I posted them. The guy who beat me to them was Mike Baker, who's a local Portland reporter, but who is a reporter, a correspondent to the New for The New York Times. And he's a pretty good journalist. I, I respect Mike quite a bit. Um, and he he posted a, a screen grab of those same conversations, which Joe Biden tweeted. Joe Biden quote tweeted. Really? Uh, wow. Joe Biggs saying, go fuck Tonight? them up. Just now? And said this, yeah, just now, 53 minutes ago. Wow. This This is Donald Trump's America. In addition to that, I am reading right now from someone who I, I, I don't know, I, can, I think is reasonably um, reliable, somebody that I've seen not be wrong in the future that I don't think would be lying about this, that Jake Trapper called the Proud Boys a neo-fascist group. Um, so that's a word. What that I will not- say. I'm not glad that the Proud Boys got any kind of because they right. they we'll talk a little bit about this week this last week and they got they got it was very embarrassing for them. I'm not proud that they got anything to be to get excited about, but the fact that a lot of previously kind of centrist and milk toast folks might start to come out against them now um and because they've been sort of made into a lightning rod and and the fact that they'll be probably a part of election interference has been very highlighted. That's not necessarily a bad thing if people stay consistent in this. And we'll see, mm-hmm. because it might lead to a bunch of people like Jake Tapper going and talking to the Proud Boys and getting charmed by them yeah. because they're dumb as shit. Because Jake Tapper's also, a very like, dumb Jake, person. Um, yeah, Tap, Tapper's yeah. Uh, done like the the both sides stuff with Antifa and like a lot of the yeah. like, really like botched the Andy No story but and stuff like that. Mac, Matt, Matt Visor, who uh, is a national political reporter at the Washington Post and not someone I think would tweet bullshit. I haven't gotten a chance to watch all of CNN's coverage, but Matt Visor says that on CNN, Jake Tapper said, that was a hot mess inside a dumpster yes, fire inside a train that. wreck. The The American people lost tonight because that was horrific. And then Dana Bash added, that was a shit show. So, yes, I don't know. Maybe people are learning finally at the 11th fucking hour um, because they should be terrified. I wrote an article God, for Be- Bellingcat recently about the fucking militia networks that are setting up in the Pacific Northwest and talking about like assassinating our governor and killing leftists and forming death squads. Like they're working on it right now. You ought to be scared. You ought to be ma- taking deliberate concerted action to deal with your fear and as opposed to just being scared. Um... I am not certain it it w- time will tell whether or not it's a bad thing like obviously the fact that the president is directly signaling to these people is bad. Yes. It is time will tell whether or not it's a bad thing that they got brought up because it might lead right. to people galvanizing against the motherfucking proud boys who are a threat as opposed to antifa who light trash cans on fire in front of police stations mostly. I think that's a really good point. Um, um, because they want people to have health care. And Robert referenced mm-hmm. a minute ago something that Joe Biden retweeted and mentioned. And I just want to point out that if you want to know what Trump is mentioning, he's posting a photo of him versus Wallace and Biden on his Twitter. That's what he's this. That's what he's doing right now. He's, mm-hmm. he's posting about how he'd like Joe Rogan to to do the debate as a moderator. That those are the two things he's posted since the well, debate. That's also, uh, seven hours seven hours ago, he emailed everybody. I finished debating Joe Biden. This oh, debate so will go down in history. I showed the American people. I will all like it's yeah. like it's it's they're <laughs> fucking falling apart. It's nonsense. It's a bummer. You know who I fucking want to moderate one of these debates? Who I actually would like to see? Because I I don't actually disagree that 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 Joe uh Rogan. Uh, Rogan would be the like he'd be better than most presidential debate moderators have been in our lifetimes. Not that I particularly want to see him do it because he's not competent. He'd for the be better job. than They're Wallace just all was. Terrible. My God. <laughs> yeah, he'd be better than Wallace was. I want to see Shepard Smith. Shepard Smith. Yeah. A lot of critiques to make about the man that are valid. 
Shepard Smith has more of a record than probably any other network TV host of directly standing in front of Republican elected officials and spokespeople and questioning them. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. He's he's pretty good at this within the context of a job that I don't think is a good job that anyone should do. He's more responsible with it than anyone else. Um, And I I think he'd be a good debate moderator. Do you think that cutting his mic even is an option won't they like, that would be amazing but if he got to start being, muted it needs to be from now on. but and this people is something... would be outraged by him being silent well those are know? the fucking rules that everybody decided yeah. on yeah. and agreed to and that's the thing I like agree, people though. people have talked about this like every debate that happens people talk about this every uh primary debate people talk yes. about like cut their mics they're just arguing it's nonsense this yeah. is hell we're watching hell right now um, and actually being able to be like, it's not your it's time. Because it's a nightmare watching these people. It's awful. Unbearable. Um, Every moment of tonight was just like, God, I can't. Un- you couldn't hear either one of them for most of and the like, debate. And like, we're doing a, we're doing a great job uh, of recreating that for, for <laughs> yeah. our audience. Like this, like I'm, we're, we're, we're expressing our distaste for the night by recreating right. it for you. Um, but my God, just like cut their mics. I'm talking about us. Do we <laughs> want to end with an update on Portland or are you guys toast? <laughs> no, I can talk a little bit about Portland. So I didn't sleep for the first three days of last week because I was work or at least I didn't sleep really um, because I received some leaked chats from an anti-fascist collective called Eugene Antifa um, of they had infiltrated and gained access to a group called the Patriot Coalition, which is a, a far-right insurgent movement in the Pacific Northwest that has direct contact with and is affiliated with the Proud Boys, another group called American Wolf, and with Patriot Prayer, who are both more local. Um, in those chats, as we outlined in an article for The Guardian that I wrote with Jason Wilson and for Bellingcat that I also wrote with Jason Uh, they outlined plans to carry out night raids on anti-fascist protests, murdering people. Uh, Their plans to attack ACLU observers and uh, National Lawyers Guild legal observers. Their plans to kill people they decided were Antifa during the fires and throw their corpses into the fires. Uh, And their plans to kill the mayor of Portland and the governor of Oregon. Um, Or at least their desire to do so would be more accurate to say. So we we published this article, and it had a pretty big influence, and very soon after, the governor declared a state of emergency um, and announced that they would be pursuing paramilitary charges against the Proud Boys if there were assaults committed during the rally that occurred on the 26th that everybody was very worried about. And as a result, um, things were—the police actually showed up and policed the Proud Boys. They They cited a number of them. Um, criminally, they took some of their guns, they took a number of other weapons, they confiscated their shields. Now, obviously, they were much more brutal to anti-fascist protesters later that night and to journalists later that night, and the Proud Boys assaulted journalists the same day, but they they faced some consequences, and there was no massive gunfight between Antifa and Proud Boys as people were worried about. And I... There's a number of things that that story says to me. One of them is that... um, There's a small amount of credit that Jason and I can take. The lion's share of the credit goes to this anti-fascist collective. Um, The credit for getting that story out that kind of started the ball whirling on the government after four years taking this seriously, it goes to local members of the community who worked together in a collective to highlight this problem and publicize it. Um, And it's kind of an endorsement of... At least one of the tactics, you know, anti-fascists engage in a number of tactics, a number of which are critiquable that I, I don't know are, are super effective. But the bulk of what they do is this kind of stuff. It's infiltration and research. It's revealing what these people are saying and planning. And more than anything, the work that they did and the reaction that it received in the local government and the impact that had on this city in reducing violence is an endorsement of a lot of the tactics that they've engaged in. Now, there were a lot of other things that were involved in the success this weekend. A number of different activist groups planned rallies, the smallest of which was still larger than the Proud Boy rally. Um, There were a lot of of different kind of safety teams that came together, people who worked together to make, uh, to to ensure that the Proud Boys were outnumbered on the streets by counter-protesters and to ensure that things did not proceed to a direct armed confrontation. So a, a ton of people all of whom, 
like like deserve a lot of credit. Um, we're we're responsible for this not being a horrific shit show, and I I I I do like I don't want to I don't want to forget that, but I think it's important as these groups are like sort of increasingly these kind of anti-fascist groups are increasingly demonized to note they revealed to the governor of Oregon that people were talking about murdering her behind her back. Right. Um, there, there was a police response to the Proud Boys because of the work that these people, and this is dangerous work. The, the person at least who infiltrated that, that group took a lot of risk on themselves that has not been dissipated. They, they will be at right. risk for the, yep. the foreseeable future. And I, I think with all of this fucking talk about Antifa, most of which revolves around people lighting random shit on fire or throwing fireworks or the very occasional Molotov, what most of them are actually doing is risking their lives to bring people information that makes their communities safer. Yeah, and I, 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 yeah. That's the real, that's what nobody's saying except for people yeah. like you or, you know, in the movement a bit more, but nobody's doing the important job of saying like, actually look at what this is. They're not trying to debunk the narrative. Yeah. No, they're, um, and I, I talk about this, you know, I've, I've among some people controversially gone and lectured to, to counterterrorism classes at American universities, um, sometimes alongside members of federal law enforcement agencies. And I will tell them, Listen to these people. They know what they're saying, and the body count is very one-sided, right? Like, one group is committing all the murders here. You've got one fucking shooting you can pin on Antifa, and there's a really fucking good chance it was a legitimate self-defense shoot. If you're talking about the shooting of Jay Danielson, which came up yeah. in this debate. Um, not that I'm willing to go to bat on one side of that or the other, because I haven't seen, like, all of the footage isn't available it's uncertain as to whether or not it was a justified shoot. I wouldn't call it an act of terrorism. Um, we certainly haven't seen that kind of evidence. Whereas there's 300-something murders by white supremacists in the last few years. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I don't know. Thank you, Eugene Antifa, for looking out for other people in your state. Um, and, I don't know, fuck the Donald Trump because he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That seems like a great way to end this episode. Also, that's yeah. horrifying uh, what you've... Also, Vice was wrong because they claimed in their article that was making fun of the Proud Boys for having a disappointing show up that a thousand Proud Boys show up. We have overshots. They were like fucking 300 of those sons of bitches at the most. <laughs> and they kicked a dude in the head for no reason. So fuck them. Um, fuck the Proud Boys. Fuck the president. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. That's the thing. Fuck Donald Trump. Dethrone God and embrace Satan. Sorry, you know, what was I that? I said that out loud today. Um, I just had Dethrone God and embrace No, I screamed, fuck Donald Trump. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever actually said that sentence before. Mm-hmm. And it's what I think every day. And it felt yeah. so yes. good to mm-hmm. just say yeah, it. Yeah, fuck him. It's, um, it's something that uh, in regards to... um. I see a lot of He's discourse online. Di- he fucking fucker. sucks so bad. Ass. Um, everyone's penis. really worried about like, are we gonna get, like we're gonna vote him out? Like you're criticizing Joe Biden, but are you gonna you gonna vote for vote for him and like all the Trump stuff? I really think that uh, a lot of that is going to dissipate as we get closer and closer to the election because Trump fucking sucks. Everybody hates him. He's the most hateable man in America. He's a real piece of shit. He, he sucks so much. He sucks so fucking bad. Like, it's so easy to I hate him and ever... want him to lose. You don't even have to like Joe Biden. You can love the idea of him losing. Fuck him so hard. And of course, our authoritarian looks and talks like him. Like... Yeah, no, it's scams. Fucking embarrassing. Yeah, he's the most American fascist we could possibly imagine. Trashy piece of shit authoritarian we could possibly choose. If you had had to guess in the 80s what a fascist American villain would be, it would be Donald Trump. It would be. And we can prove that because we made a bunch of fucking movies in the 80s about that. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. The Zemeckis brothers got this. This Time cop episode has got to end. I swear to God. <laughs> you know what right. else has to end, Katie? These deals from our sponsors at Raytheon, who, let me tell you, Katie. Katie, you were telling me the other day, I've got to go to a wedding in Afghanistan, and yeah. I don't know how to murder everyone who plans right. to attend. Oh. 
What about a Hellfire missile? That's what he said. And I to know me. you're saying you're saying I am allergic to traditional explosives. Well, yeah. not hexogen, Katie. You're not allergic to hexogen, so let's bring a hexogen missile in and let it blow up a bunch of people in Afghanistan at that wedding. Thank uh, you, Raytheon. Okay. Give, me, give me a promo code, and I'll be on board. Yeah. What's your promo code? Promo code, no marriages. Oh, God. In Raytheon's <laughs> ideal future, nobody gets married. Mm, Everyone yeah. gets a missile. Yeah, this is the, this is the future that liberals want. <laughs> Yeah. Check us out online this is at the Worst Year. Beautiful pod. dream. <laughs> Fo- follow us All right, on I'm Twitter pretty drunk and Instagram now. This at Worst Year move. Pod. Follow Katie at Katie Stoll. Follow Cody at Dr. Mr. Cody. Follow Robert at I Write OK. Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb and it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.